Hello, and welcome to Jonathan's Verdicts. I'm Jonathan Simeone. The title of this episode is Politicians Don't Care About Their Grandchildren. The verdict for this episode is The Deficit of the United States Doesn't Matter. Before you stop listening, I want to make it very clear. I will prove what I just said. Keep listening. As always, I don't edit these podcast episodes and I don't have a script. They are just a chance for me to talk about whatever is on my mind. Before getting into the substantive part of the podcast, I want to make a few points First, the information that I am going to discuss here comes from a document put out by the United States Office of Management and Budget on the additions to the deficit made by each president in the history of the United States. So you can go back and check the data that I reference here if you so choose. If you want to do that, though, you have to be aware that the data is presented in fiscal year or budgetary year of the United States. The fiscal year does not track with the calendar year. The fiscal year of the United States runs from October 1st through September 30th. So the fiscal year 2021 runs from October 1st, 2020, through September 30th, 2021. When calculating things like deficits and assigning them to different presidents, obviously part of the 2021 fiscal year deficit will ultimately be assigned to Trump and part will be assigned to Biden. The documentation from Office of Management and Budget seems to have already accounted for the Trump portion since Trump's presidency ended on January 20th, 2021. With all of that being said, I have decided to record this podcast because I am tired of politicians screaming that we can't burden our grandchildren with debt. I know probably everyone listening has heard, we can't afford it. Our grandchildren won't, won't be able to financially survive. Their taxes will be so high to pay the interest on the debt and all kinds of nonsense. But here's the reality through American history. No one's grandchild ever pays the bill. Let me share an example from my own life. In 1975, I was a year old. There I was in my crib, minding my business, and the politicians were talking about me. They were telling my grandparents that someday I would have to pay back the debt. If government did too much to help my grandparents and my parents, the bill would fall to me. In 1975, the deficit of the United States was $533 
billion. In 2021, I am 46 years old. The deficit of the United States is nearly $28 trillion. Since the politicians were justifying a government that didn't really help the American people because one-year-old Jonathan would grow up and someday be faced with an overwhelming tax burden, the deficit of the United States has increased by 56 times approximately. Jonathan's taxes are lower (laughs) than they were a couple of years ago. So I am not paying for the debt my grandparents and parents were warned about when I was a year old. And neither are you. And no one ever has and no one ever will. The politicians know that. They just really don't want you to know it. Now, here's the data that I was talking about, and I'm not going to, you know, drag this out. I just think it's really important that people understand what has happened here. Herbert Hoover was elected in 1928. Herbert Hoover started serving in 1929, 92 years ago. In the last 92 years, Bill Clinton is the only president whose budget ran a surplus. That is, he left with a lower budget deficit or a lower deficit than he inherited. Bill Clinton's the only one. Now, before we pat Bill Clinton on the back, let's walk through what really happened. Herbert Hoover, during his term, of course, we began the Great Depression. The deficit under Hoover increased by 30%. FDR battled the Great Depression, World War II, and, of course, he was elected to four terms. During that time, FDR increased the deficit by 186%. Harry Truman increased the deficit by 2%. Dwight Eisenhower and John F. Kennedy increased the deficit by 6%. Lyndon Johnson increased the deficit by 11%. Richard Nixon increased the deficit by 20%. Gerald Ford, uh, Jimmy Carter and George H.W. Bush increased the deficit between 36 and 38%. You'll notice I skipped Ronald Reagan, and there's a reason for that. Ronald Reagan was not a wartime president. 
Ronald Reagan was not president during the Great Depression or even the Great Recession. Yet Ronald Reagan, the Republican hero, increased the deficit by a staggering 142%. In other words, Ronald Reagan increased the deficit by almost as much as did Roosevelt during the Great Depression in World War II. Bill Clinton, as I said, is the only one who ran a surplus. The deficit went down during Bill Clinton's presidency. During George W. Bush's presidency, the deficit increased by 57%. During Barack Obama's presidency, the deficit increased by 58%. During Trump's presidency, the deficit increased by 33%. Now, all of this tells us a few really important points. To reiterate, the most important point is they don't actually care about the deficits. No one ever pays them back, and they know that. All of them run deficits. All of them. Uh, Except Clinton. And since... um, Richard Nixon, every single one of them that has run, who has run a deficit, has run a deficit of at least 20%. At least. And as the trend shows, the numbers are just huge. Huge. But here's the thing we know from considering this. What drives the deficits, right? In his 1963 State of the Union, months before he was assassinated, John F. Kennedy proposed dramatically cutting taxes on the wealthy and on corporations. During the Johnson administration, after Kennedy's death, what is now widely called the Kennedy tax cut, was implemented. And the Johnson presidency saw the deficit increase by 11%. Now remember, the Kennedy deficit increase was only 6%. So right away, we cut taxes for corporations and the wealthy and the deficit jumps, right? Ronald Reagan, astronomical tax cuts, okay? Uh, Cut the top rate initially from 52%, I think it was, to 28%. Invented nonsense like capital gains tax cuts. And fed the military-industrial complex like no one had ever done before. The deficit increased by 142%. 142%. 
142%. George W. Bush inherited a surplus. The deficit was going down. George W. Bush gave tax cuts to the wealthy, tax cuts to corporations, and the deficit increased by 57%. 57%. Now let's talk about Clinton. Let's focus on Bill Clinton. Because everybody says Bill Clinton ran the surplus, the only one uh, since Hoover. What an achievement. Wrong. Wrong. Because let's look at what happened to get there. Uh, first of all, Bill Clinton was lucky because most of his presidency had the so-called internet boom, the tech revolution, right? Bill Clinton had nothing to do with that, literally nothing. It was luck. It was luck. But here's the thing. Bill Clinton balanced the budget by making really horrendous deals with Republicans that so-called welfare reform bill that drove, I don't even know how many millions of people into poverty, right? Uh, he refused to make meaningful health care reform when the cost became obvious, right? He Ultimately, and I'm not going to describe what these things are, but he signed a number of giveaways to Wall Street, such as repealing the Glass-Steagall Act, uh, the Graham Financial Reform Bill, things that have nothing to do with the scope of this podcast. But the point is we now know that a lot of the things Bill Clinton did played a starring role in the economy's crash in 2008. So what all of this tells us, again, is that no one cares about the deficits and no one will ever pay for them. But it also tells us that the driver of deficits has always been tax cuts, for the wealthy and corporations, and war, and aggression, and attacking other countries. Trump had it, Obama had it, George W. Bush had it, H.W. Bush, Reagan. Okay, that's what all of this is about. When they started spending to feed the military-industrial complex when they started cutting taxes for the wealthy and for corporations, the deficits skyrocketed. But they don't care. They only care about deficits when it comes time to giving the American people something. Can we have guaranteed health care? No, it costs too much. Can we give people one measly $2,000 check during a pandemic. No. You have to settle for 1400 that'll probably be means tested. 
based on 2019 tax returns because we can't afford to help you. We can't afford to help you. But they can. They just don't want to. So when you hear a politician talking about, oh, we just can't afford this, your grandchildren will pay too much later, don't believe them. Don't believe them. Just look at what has happened in my lifetime alone, okay? When I was a baby, we just couldn't have things because I would wind up paying for them. The deficit is about 56 times greater now than it was when I was a year old. That's the reality of this. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jonathan's Verdicts.